It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. And it is a good Wednesday, August the 2nd for 2023, the day after the RBA cash rate announcement. How are you feeling today? Got to be feeling a little bit relieved, I would think, given the fact that the Reserve Bank decided yesterday to keep the cash rate target at 4.10%. Inflation, they say, this is from the Reserve Bank yesterday, they said that inflation in Australia is declining but remains high at 6%. Goods price inflation has eased. Now, there's a lot of good news in that, but with many services, prices are rising, they say, rapidly including rent inflation, and we know that that's a story all by itself. And back with us this morning after yesterday breaking the news to you and I is Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance. And good morning, Anthony. This is something that I don't think you were quite predicting. Yeah, look, I think there'll be a lot of relieved mortgage holders uh, sitting around their kitchen table this morning. There was a bit of uncertainty around what the governor would do, but I think on the back of those inflationary numbers, they're taking a little bit of a wait and see approach to just see if the trend continues, which is fantastic for mortgage holders. It's been a lot of pain out there in terms of repayments and rises. Yeah, and tomorrow, in fact, we're going to be talking to a real estate agent uh, in Logan who is very busy at the moment with these resales, and she's going to tell us exactly what's going on there because they're not flippers. These are mortgage holders that are already bailing, and I think that that's a, a valid point to sort of drop in here is that it's not like we were waiting for this particular rate rise to go one way or the other before somebody pulled the lever and got out. People are doing that as we talk, but this allows people now who have not decided to pull the lever a little bit of breathing space until next month. Yeah, it it definitely does offer some relief for mortgage holders. There's been 12 uh, rapid fire rate hikes, if you like, since May last year. That issue just raised, you just raised, Craig, is real. We're seeing investors who are struggling with uh, cash flow issues, and we're also seeing some owner occupiers deciding to to downsize. We are starting to see some some properties come up for those reasons, and it's around repayments and managing their budgets, and that's as a result of these uh, twelve rate rises uh, since May last year. All right. Well, we'll come back to Tony and talk uh, a little bit more about just some of the pain that he is hearing directly from his clients this morning. So that's up next. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. 
Well, yesterday, PropTrack released some interesting numbers. National home prices in Australia rose by 1.36% in the past year. That is recovering most of last year's declines. In July, home prices increased 0.16%, marking the seventh consecutive month of growth. Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth reached record high prices despite rising interest rates since mid-2022. And PropTrack says strong demand from buyers, population growth and limited new property listings supported price growth. And capital cities experienced stronger home price growth compared to regional areas. And Sydney led the recovery with home prices rising 0.28% in July. And that has regained most of the decline in 2022, with Melbourne's median home values reaching $805,000 in July, and that is increasing 1% since January of this year. And we'll take a look at some of the other regions tomorrow morning. Birthday calls right now. If you're celebrating, happy birthday for August the 2nd. It will be a little bit sweeter with no movement from the RBA yesterday. You are celebrating with Edward Furlong, the American actor turning 45. Mary Louise Parker, the actor, is turning 58. Kevin Smith, the actor, you might remember Clerks from the 90s. He's turning 52. And it would have been Wes Craven's birthday today, the American filmmaker, but he passed away back in 2015. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. It's the main Centre forecast. Let's have a look at the weather, see what's shaking down across the country. And good morning if you are in Sydney expecting a mainly fine day. A little bit of cloud cover, but 20 degrees. Pretty much the same for Melbourne, mainly dry with 17 degrees. In Brisbane, expect mainly dry, but a chance of a few showers. Your high 23 degrees. And in Perth, expect the rain so grab the raincoat and the brolly walking out the door to work this morning and your high 18 unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends emerging suburbs and hidden gems And it is a Wednesday morning and the second day for August for 2023. Anthony Landau, the Managing Director from Equilibria Finance, is with us. And the Reserve Bank says yesterday that the central forecast expects CPI inflation to continue declining, reaching at around 3.25% by the end of 2024 and back within that 2-3% target Target range by late 2025. That's the range, Anthony, that 2 to 3% to try and knock that into place. Yeah, the, the, the target range is that 2 to 3%. Um, and as you sort of hinted at, then we're still well off that. I think the RBA is essentially hoping that some of these numbers we've been seeing with inflation continue. But fundamentally, 
Inflation's still high. We've got a very, very tight employment market. And I do believe there's going to be some more monetary policy tightening for the end of this calendar year. Governor Lowe's coming up to his last meeting in September. It may be that uh, we see another 25 basis points then. But there is a bit of relief. These rate rises really have been impacting uh, the hip pocket for mortgage holders over the last 12 months. The other comments that the Reserve Bank made yesterday is that the Australian economy is experiencing below-trend growth with weak household consumption growth and dwelling investment. The unemployment rate is expected to rise gradually from the current 3.5% to around 4.5% late next year that they're saying. So back to some of your clients because you were saying at the front that you are hearing from your clients directly in terms of where they are right now. Forget any other rate rise at this point. They are already financially stressed. Yeah, there there are people who are stretched. I mean, fundamentally, if someone's got a $750,000 mortgage and they're coming off a fixed rate of 2%, they're looking at an increase in repayments from $3,180 a month to $4,830 a month. That's over $1,000 a month. That's around $1,700 a month in additional repayments overnight. There's some 150,000 households coming off these fixed rates in the next three months. For variable rate holders, they've been gradually uh, copying those increases over the last six to 12 months. I think what we're seeing is people's savings buffers, people's redraw, people's offset accounts are now emptying out. The proportion of money we're saving has has really plummeted since COVID, the proportion we're saving of our salary. So people really are stretched, budgets are tight, and people are looking at where they're spending their money. And that's coming through in some of the data with inflation, with some discretionary expenditure and the like. But yeah, there are people really struggling out there. Isn't it interesting when you talk about COVID because there are two sides to COVID now, of course. When COVID first happened, shortly after COVID, everybody was thinking the market was going to crash because we were kept at home, we weren't allowed out, there was all this pent-up demand. And then, of course, the second half is where we are right now. All that massive spending has come at a price. Yeah, the, the housing market grew some 20-odd percent nationally uh, through that period of time, which is which is quite incredible when you consider some of the challenges people had even just visiting houses. There was au- auctions happening online suddenly. There were people viewing houses via videos. But the market uh, did run away a little bit and people were borrowing as much as they could at low rates. They were going to the bank of mum and dad or they had good build-up of savings because their expenses went down. So there's a lot of people who have borrowed to their maximum amount at those low rates, possibly at prices that are slightly higher than what they are today as the market did come off after COVID. So they're the ones that are really stretched. Now, you've been doing this for a long time. Is this sort of unprecedented for you in terms of what you are seeing in terms of the stress factor, the the rate cycle, it's not over, there's going to be some more rate rises? Is it unprecedented or is this something that you've sort of seen before around the GFC? 
Fundamentally, the interest rates are probably getting back to where longer term they generally will sit. I think what's probably been unusual about the series of events we've had are the rapidity of the rate rises to chase inflation and how low the rates were for that period of time, with the governor probably putting his hand up around that error in suggesting that rates were going to remain low till 2024, end of 24. So we had this combination of rising housing market, running away from people, the lowest rates we've had for decades, people borrowing to capacity, then suddenly the rates have gone up 12 times since May 2022. That's probably gives it an element that's a little bit unprecedented or unusual. Yeah, I just hope that in two years from now, we sort of look back in the rear vision mirror and say, wow, that's unbelievable what happened, but the the rates have fallen and we're back into some sort of normality. If you look historically at Australia, we've had some periods of very high interest rates up over 18, 20%, which is a different generation again. We recently had a period of incredibly low interest rates. So I think the main people who will really adjust into this are more the younger generation, the first home buyers who haven't been through a rate cycle before, who haven't been through the higher rates, who borrowed as much as they could at those low rates and are now having to tighten a belt, adjust budgets, make some sacrifices, make some changes to make ends meet. And it's not easy out there. It is unprecedented for sure in terms of just how much money people are being forced to find. All right. Well, once again, thank you, Anthony, for jumping on the call and some good news definitely for mortgage holders this morning as they wake up without having to find a little bit more money to pay the mortgage. Yeah, there's a lot of relieved mortgage holders. Let's see what happens this month with the inflationary numbers with unemployment. As I said, it's Governor Lowe's last meeting in September. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 